0: Hello, and welcome back to the Straight Up Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, we just want to once again thank everyone for your continued support and for continuing to give us your time. For 2021, we have identified a number of key themes that we're going to touch upon, and within each theme, then we're going to identify a number of topics or areas, and these are each going to form an episode. The first theme we've identified and that we're going to get into is career. And today's episode is going to focus explicitly on how we can take responsibility for our career. In the episode, we're going to get into, firstly, what responsibility in general means. Secondly, then, how we can apply this to our career. And also, we're going to identify some of the challenges and some of the obstacles that exist in doing this. So, look, we hope you absolutely love the episode. If you get any value from it, please don't be afraid to share it on your story on Instagram. Don't be afraid to follow the straight up podcast on Spotify, and please, as always, give us your feedback, whether it's positive, but also whether it's negative. If you disagree with us, you know, share it with us. We're open. To it. We're open to all perspectives, and and we're really interested in having those discussions. So thank you, as always, and let's get into the episode. back for 2021 with our newly defined themes the first thing on our list is that of career and this episode is going to focus on how we all can take responsibility for our career so career is pretty broad and um, whether you're an entrepreneur whether you work for a company to me and to us that's irrelevant at the end of the day you're you're giving away your time so we think there's great value in you know really take responsibility for that time that you are giving away
1: Yes, folks, so as Aisian said, today's topic is career. Uh, in essence, it is someone's metaphorical journey through learning, work, or any aspect of life. I think today we'll mostly focus on employment and um, on a career in the sense of, of work and, and a job. However, um, it's also important to recognize that you know any tips here can be brought across the field of, of sporting or any sort of metaphorical career and whatever it may be, um, so responsibility, something Ashin spoke about uh, a lot in the podcast. So before you went into the nitty gritty, let's let them set the
0: scene. Yeah, so just as as an underlying principle, um, you know, responsibility is gonna play a key role in anything you do in life. As I said, it's it's gonna be underlining everything and career is only one of those things. So we just thought it appropriate to, as Johnny said, set the scene or give a bit of context and really define what responsibility means. So look, from my perspective, responsibility means any results that you're producing or any results that you're not producing in your life that is on you um look in my case and i'm sure johnny will agree we're born in the western world we've had the best of education we have the best of opportunities access to resources to people so look it is on us to produce results or at least this is what i'm saying at least be responsible and be accountable for what we're producing um so look that's that is my perspective on you know what being responsible means. Ultimately, whatever I'm producing or not producing, that is on me. It's no one else's job, and um, it's no one else's job at all to you know to do it for me. Essentially, it's up to me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 100 percent agree. I
1: think, as you mentioned here, we are a product of our environment, and we're fortunate enough to live in a decent country, decent education system, public services, good education, and so on and so forth. So I think. The important uh, point from my side would be to to be aware that most people around you are going to have more of the same opportunities and same chances. Okay, things might be the same from the get-go in terms of, you know, family structure and wealth and that. But as far as having the same opportunities in school, that's going to be what we're going to focus on at the start of this conversation and develop it into, you know, moving through... Uh, school in the, the <clears throat> professional world, or once yeah. you leave school in the work, so I think it's about um, taking responsibility, as Ashin said, knowing what you have for me and trying to make the most of it because there's plenty of success stories out there of guys and girls who came from nothing. Not almost is the most you know, famous story who came from rags to riches, yeah. And um, so, yeah, so I suppose as Ashine's done, we set the, the, the scene about responsibility, and i we'll move into looking at to what it means in action,
0: yes. So, in terms of career or in terms of what Taking responsibility for your career in terms of what that actually means, then again, from my perspective, it's. I suppose it's worth. I'm not going to lie and say that. Um, you know, my career has been um, I've always you know taken responsibility or taken ownership or really had the best perspective on it. I think whenever, you know, maybe know this yourself whenever you come out of uni. Um. Well, I suppose, you you maybe have, uh, dreams or or false false expectations of coming out and i don't know like i maybe had a chip on my shoulder i was thinking the world owes me something like i'm gonna land this ridiculous job and it's just gonna be handed to me yeah but i think i think as you progress um, you understand that the world doesn't owe you anything and that's the responsibility part it's up to you to we're gonna talk about this a bit later it's up to you to move the needle you have to define where you want to go, pretty simply, in your career, and you literally have to, you literally have to focus in on on the strategies that are gonna that are gonna get you there. And um, so, look, another another part that I've highlighted. Then I know I spoke about it in introduction, is the is the fact. Look, if you work if you work for the man, you know if you work for a company, you're going to be working a minimum forty hours a week. So you are giving away forty hours of your week. That's the biggest giveaway of time. Over the course of your week Mm -hmm. you know eight hours a day that you are spending ultimately you have to reframe that and say what am i getting out of those eight hours you know but before you think what are you getting out you can't just expect to get something out of it you have to think what am i investing into it yeah so i think in early on in my career i was thinking right i'm going to get i'm going to get out of it you know i'm going to get the return but not i wasn't considering about the investment you know what am i focusing on Getting better here, um, and maybe just expecting, expecting a return. And you in the early parts of your career. Was you, would you that have differed from your perspective, or were you focused in from on the early part? I would say largely the same. I, I'm I'm
1: 25 now, and I think I've only really started to take control uh, and see success in the last two years. So I'm, I'm turning 26 next month. So let's say from 24. So there's really even six years after I left uh, school at 18, and then obviously all the way through school that I felt that I was always being spoon-fed everything, kind of turn up you do what you're told. Um, as we were talking about before we came on air, it's a lot of it's academic success driven, so you know, why you want to to school, you're learning, so you can study for your exams, you can get A's and B's in your GCSEs, A-levels, to I get a university to do a degree, to I get a that feel of uh, employment choice, it's all very much tunnel driven. Um, so. For me, I didn't truly really have to be responsible for my actions uh, until I sort of left university and I and I achieved what was put in front of me. Yes, I could sit down at the desk and I could study. Most of us could, um, but in saying that, though the definition of success isn't um, isn't academic all the time. You know, we all know the the, the guys and the girls who are really good at the trade or particularly passionate about some skill to have and monetize that. I think that for me is. The ultimate definition of doing what you love, and uh, you'll never work in every life. But just taking it back to the more uh, career driven perspective, um I think once I left university, uh you know I worked in a, a restaurant for about a year and I was kinda you know just taking my time and it was easy work, yeah, it wasn't very, very um stressful, but then the came playing point when I said okay, I've up to now I've sort of coasted along. Now it's time for me to go uh and get a corporate job uh, and move me into the real world and then from there it really took off for me but um, I know that's, we're probably in the same boat in that sense, both at the university the same year yeah. um, and came into the real world. And it was really at that point you sort of had to uh, assess what you wanted. Yeah. I suppose we'll be sort of looking at of like goal setting then and how that will determine how responsible you have to be to get to where you want to be.
0: Exactly. In terms of goal setting or the principle of measuring success, because as Johnny said before, when you're in school and you're 16, your success is measured for you. You know, success is explicit. At the end of the day, you go to school and the your GCSEs, for example, that was a success. You had the exam at the end of the year. If you passed the exam, you knew you had been successful. Same for A level. But whenever you... And then, again, you could argue, although Johnny said, that more responsibility is on you during university. Because there's still an exam structure, again, success is it's facilitated. You know exactly what success looks like. You know based on the score you get in your exams or whatever but then whenever you come into the working world or career certainly in my experience yes you do have your quarterly goals or your annual goals um but you really need the the path in front of you is not defined and um, by anyone that is on you the onus is on you to define your own path to identify how you want to get better so i think from my perspective um I don't even I don't think about it in terms of how I want to get better at this job, how I want to get better in this role. I start with I, I, but again, this has only started the last six months or a year. I'm not gonna lie to anyone and say I've had it I've had it down from the start. Um I've been saying how can I get better as a person in life and then looking at my job and saying on a daily basis, how can I use the opportunities that I have on a daily basis to get better as a person? So, for example, if I want to become a more confident speaker, better communicator, do you know, how can I seek out and identify opportunities to speak more mm-hmm. or to put myself, you know, in uncomfortable situations where I'm forced to speak? Mm-hmm. So, for me, my goal setting in relation to career, it's not exclusive. It folds in to broader um, goal setting. How do I become How do I become better overall? And, therefore, how do I use my career as a vehicle to become better? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think you've touched on the key there, mate. That's about not just looking at this in a like, narrow lane, as this is just my career, and yes. having outside that is relevant. Yes. You're looking at opportunities across the board, mm. whatever it may be. And what I personally find is you know, i find lacking on maybe XL provision or oral communication or whatever it has been in the past. I'm looking at my time. I of those forty hours a week. My, say forty hours of free time I have across the week, yeah. or I can use that, use those hours in the day to improve my proficiency at the job. Yeah. Um, and then that all plays into the role that I'm doing and what I have to do the day-to-day basis and excel at that to uh, to get better. But goal setting for me, I suppose, um, and it's important to point out that me and Ashley are speaking from a corporate background. I mean, we go our, our we go to work, say, in an office, we, our work's based off a of computer, so we... We, we, did. Judge. we did. We did, we <laughs> did, forgot there that we're in a <laughs> world. but what I mean is, essentially, you know, do you have a line manager, uh, yes, Mark, you yes. report to almost, yeah. so obviously you're meeting them bi-weekly or multi, whatever it is, and yes. you're sort of setting goals. and, and yes. for me, personally, I know I mean, I'm in those meetings. I'm always looking ahead, what can I do better, and um, every time it goes into the next year, so we're now in the new year, I'm looking at my next promotion, so I'm aiming to get one of those a year, what can I bring on? but it's also good to look back and say where I am now is where I would have loved to have been last year, yeah. so appreciate the responsibility of taking to get to where I am now, And exactly. also understanding that you know, you're know you never going to wake up and this <coughs> place that every walk of life you're never going to wake up and be happier with who you are, so as long as you have that underlying desire to wake up and get better every day and improve on something, you'll make sure that you're slowly but surely
0: climbing the ladder. Exactly, so the key in that sense then is striving for progress, just striving for progress, but that is also why it's so important to measure success to know that you're making progress because if you're not measuring it, you're not going to know. Simple as that. Um, but in terms of look, I suppose we we'll have to be realistic as well. It would be naive of us to say to paint a glory picture of um, I don't know, changing you know, changing career. I think it's important to note that if we're being honest, career changes um are really really. It, you know becomes more difficult as you get older yeah i think maybe the media social media would say you know it's never too late or you know you can do what you want essentially but yeah. throw two kids throw two kids a marriage a mortgage into the mix and um, you know it's it's objectively going to become more difficult yeah yeah so look, the message the message is of course you can't change but the message is to people of the age now university and um, early stages in their career, yeah. really, really focus in and um, strive for progress. That's what I would say. Hundred percent.
1: I think you've hit the nail on the head again, mate. It's all about uh, taking action and doing. You never want to be paralysed by analysis, no matter what it is you're doing. Um, it's always better to get stuck in at a lower level and learn your craft, learn your skill, uh, and then you can take those skills up a level than it is to try and maybe sit back and bide your time away for the right opportunity because it will, it will never come um, and as i've already said before and i i really feel for me personally and uh, this last year yes i've been really happy in the success i've made across uh, my job pt and online coaching but there's no doubt about it when i left university for the first uh, three or four years that i would, uh, left my own devices i wasn't really happy with what i was doing i always knew i had more in me and when i took the job to do the pt and all the things cheated it, and that's a different story just leaving it solely on a career um, I would also say that you know sometimes the next move for you or the key to success won't necessarily be sitting directly in front of you. Yeah. Off the beaten track, I would suggest. <clears throat> so it's important to go look for those opportunities, it's whether way. it's internal or external. Yeah. Um, and much like I was mentioning before about uh, always trying to look outside of work to see where you can improve within that sphere, that there is going to really set you apart because I've seen it with my own two eyes. There's plenty of people who just turn up work. You probably see it too. And it's okay to be happy. Just to just to go to work and go home and chill out. And go to work and chill out. That's okay. But there's too many of those people. And if you really want to set yourself apart, you have to go the extra mile. Um, and I know I'm definitely speaking from experience on, on this point because I can see it. And the more that we actually kind of work together and have these conversations, it kind of sets it in perspective because yeah. it really allows you to see what's going on around you. And I think. Our message to anyone listening to this is, where are we sharing our thoughts on our experiences so that we can help you? And if you can take some of this award and employ it in whatever field you're in, um, I think that's that's the most valuable thing that we'll be able to give out, is that people can listen, take action based on our suggestions and
0: our experiences. And also feedback to us. Like, if you agree with us, great. If you don't, like we're more than happy to you know, take some feedback. We wanna hear about your experiences and your perspectives um just in relation to my last point then, was slightly out of context what i meant was i made a point here that taking responsibility means no one is sitting no one's putting a gun to your head and yeah. forcing you to do anything yeah. no one's putting a gun to your head and forcing you to sit in that chair all day miserable yeah so like if you want to leave you can leave yeah. so then that was the in relation to you know having a, two kids and yeah a mortgage to pay that yeah. obviously is more difficult yeah um so look, in terms of we've we've made some really clear and, and simple points and I think I think that's the most important thing. It's these these principles and these fundamental things such as take responsibility, they're not difficult to imagine, they're not difficult to comprehend. But I suppose it's difficult to really boil things down in you know, in a, in the context of everyone's life because I don't know, sometimes it seems like there's just so much going on and there's a real demand for speed and almost a demand for happiness oh yeah that's another one then you know passion yeah you know you, this we out of university you're thinking yes i'm going to be so passionate about my career i'm going to jump out of bed jump out of bed every morning run to the obviously not but hypothetically yeah, you know yeah. run to the office into yes, the seat yeah. here we go and yes <laughs> but like it's look some people will be lucky enough to some people will be lucky enough to do that really find their purpose and marry their purpose with their skills you know um set up amazing companies yeah and really they will nail it but we have to be honest with ourselves the vast majority of people will not do that the vast majority of people will and um, maybe you can touch upon your you are following the entrepreneurial track as well as a job yeah we can touch on that in a bit but the vast majority of people will work for someone else work yeah. for a company yeah so if you aren't finding yourself again this is my perspective if you find yourself lacking passion you're not jumping out of bed again that's pretty normal but you need to change the lens from why do i not love what i'm doing for like in my specific job to a lens that focuses more broadly on how you can literally develop as a person so then you can go to the office and write if i can get better as a person and you know, how can I do that in these eight hours? How can I do that in this week? Yeah. How can I do that in that month? Yeah. Again, come back to the point about using your career as a vehicle for that's getting better as a better. person. But yeah, that's that's my fundamental point. Um. So look, in your situation, Johnny, you're obviously doing both. Um. How are you managing? Like, do you see that a clear crossover between you know some of the skills that you have, some of the attributes that you have in in both? How's that
1: going? Yes, 100%. I would say, um, first and foremost, as we've spoken about mostly in this chat, it has been geared towards, you know, your sort of 9-5 to your job, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. If you are uh, lucky enough or talented enough to have that passionate project, or you're really skilled at some particular thing, whether it's, I don't know, you're a, a fitness person like myself, online coach or BT, or you're really particularly skilled at, you know, making items glowing, or you're good at an instrument, whatever it may be, the key is to try and monetize your passion so if you can produce products or you can be paid by other people to teach them to uh, to learn whatever it is that you're good at, that, that to me is the ultimate definition of, you know, waking up in the morning and being happy with what you're doing because your purpose, you're, you're being paid to do what you love. And for me personally, um, I was always into training and fitness and uh, went to the gym, fly out throughout your knees all the morning um, and I can remember. Um, passing up nights out and here and there just to continue to, to get better and now it's really paying off for me but i've been in the fortunate position right balance too so i'm working like double double the hours but i wouldn't be doing it unless i loved it yeah and i think that's i don't really want to go into too much detail about higher balancing because that's probably a separate episode yeah all i'm trying to say here is if you have that one thing 100 go after it don't ignore it on the other side um about what Ashley was saying in regards to doing you for you i think if you are stuck in the half glass full mentality of oh, i hate this job and working for someone else all i'm doing is make someone else money then of course you're going to be miserable and unhappy but if you flip that and say how can i improve myself how can i uh, do a lot of the things we already <coughs> mentioned about uh, improving your skill set um, and and uh, just being an already right, better employee challenging and yourself on? yourself that's going to flip the glass to be half full because you're going to be in a progressive mindset and a fixed mindset learning at the end of the day, we all go to work because we want to make a living for ourselves. So if you can be better at your job, get a promotion, of course you're going to get more money in the bank, and that's going to uh, open up more opportunities where you maybe someday either go to a bigger position in a bigger company,
0: or maybe go and open up your own space. Hundred percent, and it's it's a case of multiple payoffs. Chiefly, it's going to pay off for you. Again, you're going to be a more accomplished person. Yeah. As you say, you're going to have more money in the bank, whatever. Um, but you're going to be a better person and that better person is going to be reflected in you're going to have a better relationship you're going to be able to provide for your family better yeah you know your children are going to like, like let's be, be honest like at the minute I'm doing things with my children of mine yeah. I want them to think Fuck, he's a he's an animal he's a boss yes exactly girlfriend as well obviously um so it's going to pay off in all of your relationships it's going to pay off in you know again a play sport to play football you're going to be a better communicator better leader multiple payoffs and it's obviously going to pay off for the company you're working for yeah obviously yeah. Do you know the leaders there. yeah Um. so look that's that's my that would be my overarching and um, perspective as such do you have any
1: yeah, so in, in conclusion in this new format of the podcast you're actually going sure. to hear a lot of, of value driven chat um, such as the proceeding, what, 20 odd minutes, but we want to <laughs> leave you with, my point of view in the National give is sort of his take home points. Yeah. Um, so just also to say, in continuation of what you sort of asked me, and maybe straight off track, maybe it was just about, if anyone's listening to this, who like myself, before I, I qualified as a PT and went into like, make that an extra source of income and employment for myself, if you have the opportunity to go and do your PT certificate or an extra qualification, outside of the beaten track oh, i would 100 yes. 100 back you to go do that because it'll pay off serious dividends not only in the spare time that you can monetize that but also it'll give you that extra spark in the day i know for me if i'm working nine to five at the office i know from five to nine i'm in the gym helping others improve and training myself so that that's my spark and um, for class back to your boss i'm gonna just give my three take home points boom so in responsibility it's important to be disciplined in the face of adversity and I think adversity would probably just mean in a sense, distractions such as nightside to party and not because we have a lot of young listeners. So number one, realize what you need to do to where you get to need to do. Get Realize what you need to do to get to where you wanna be and be disciplined, okay, to be responsible. Set goals. So year, yearly, yearly in work, um, always try and get that promotion or aim higher or improve what you're lacking on. I'll be, I'll be honest with whoever it is reviewing your progress, whether it's a line manager or a person work, do will be free to ask them what do i need to improve on and then whatever they, they list as your sort of your downsides at the minute set those as the goals you want to improve on uh, and then number three is be ambitious and take chances much like my point before making these points is if you see that there's an opportunity to upskill um, and um, receive further qualifications outside the beaten track of your field at the minute don't be afraid to take them because those are going to be the areas where you're most likely to make the biggest
0: jump not only in success but also you <coughs> know Nice. Um, so look to conclude from my side, I'm just gonna ram home the message that I've said a few times already. Don't view your career, don't view those 40 hours in the context of if you know working in an office job, for example, do not view those 40 hours in isolation. Don't view your career in isolation. View those 40 hours as how can I spend these 40 hours um you know optimally to get better as a person how can i invest those 40 hours and get the returns that i want while that be a better communicator the ability to build better relationships and um, you know develop my leadership skills these are all attributes that apply to any area of life so look reframe just at this moment in time reframe those 40 hours how can you really maximize those those 40 hours that's that's my conclu- uh, concluding point um. So look, this was an absolute pleasure. Um. As always, if you take any value from this, please let us know. Please share the episode on your story. Give us your feedback, positive or negative. Um. Peace out from from my side. Hundred percent, man. Maybe final points. That's it. Episode
1: career episode in the books. Hope you enjoyed that. Give us your feedback. Thanks very much for listening.